0: Philosophers. Philosophers. So today we're gonna to talk a little bit about respect. R E S P E C T. Find out what it means to me. Today I'm philosophers. <laughs> How is this not on radio yet? That's what I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right so uh let's start out by talking uh, technically we're talking about expecting respect that, that's, yes that's Speci- the f- yeah we're not just talking about respect but specifically a yet yet another episode about things people do yes expecting respect yes or uh yeah so let's talk a little bit about what they expect w- with respect yes so, so you appear to have i have wiktionary to start and then we'll go to wikipedia which i'm sh- with a word like this well i think we'll need to go a little further yes. so um, respect uh, I've actually never seen this prefix before uh, unaccountable or uncountable countable. never seen that before I don't know what that means but um, the first definition of respect an attitude of consideration or high regard uh, the example sentence given is he is an intellectual giant and I have great respect for him uh, the second definition is good opinion, honor, or admiration. I think that's kind of along similar lines of what people typically mean when they say respect. Uh, the third one is polite greetings, often offered as condolences after getting... Okay, oh, that's paying respects. Okay, that's not what we're talking about necessarily, but might be kind of linked. And then uh, definition four is a particular aspect, feature, or detail of something. Um, right. Really starting to get to the point where we're, this is not what I think most people, how they use that word. I've said that like with respect to this yes. thing. You know, I've said that a lot, but most people that's not what they're expecting. Well, actually, th- that's not with respect to, mm. but that's um like in that respect or in so and so way respect. Exactly. Or this year's model is superior to last year's in several respects. Right. Or in several aspects. And then the last definition is goodwill or favor. Which is interesting. I think that kind of ties back to the paying respects part. So, let's go down to um the wikipedia yeah so i've got that okay what do you got for wikipedia so the the heading for wikipedia respect also called esteem is a positive feeling or action showed uh, shown towards someone or something considered important or held in high esteem or regard it conveys a sense of admiration for good or valuable qualities and it is also the process of honoring somebody by exhibiting care concern or consideration for their needs or feelings Hmm. okay that is pretty close to what i was thinking of with this topic so obviously looking at this heading uh there's a ton of subjectivity here i think that's one of the first things that's kind of obvious yes is that the second sentence by saying it conveys a sense of admiration for good or valuable qualities both of those being subjective yes respect is extremely subjective exactly um both for the person giving or not giving respect and the one receiving or not receiving respect exactly people's idea of respectful behavior is different from person to person that's true um i also think that there's maybe a middle ground where it may, it's still subjective, but it's one of those things where you'll find often in like cultures, different cultures, most people would share an idea of what's respectful. Like a good example of that is in the United States, taking off your hat, back when people wore hats all the time, uh, when making a vow or doing something serious or solemn to show your sincerity, or to show your respect you would remove your hat you yes. know, uh you see this you know in religious ceremonies you know like prayer and stuff like that you also see it in swearing oaths and things like that things that are often uh kind of symbols of your uh symbols of your showing respect like the those are things that i think most people in within a culture could look at that and say objectively within that culture context of that culture that's respect um but that doesn't that's still subjective though it's just subjective but have been so broadly accepted that it's considered functionally objective within a culture right right or a pretty homogenous culture um so what about expecting respect what do we mean by that do you think Uh, what are we trying to talk about so there are certain well as we'll get into there are certain classes of people um but also certain personality types i think um that seem to have uh, an idea of respect where uh, in which like they feel that because of their position or social status that they are owed respect from others who may never have met them or maybe have met them and have even been uh um i'm having trouble deciding if this word is okay to use uh infracted upon that sounds like a weird phrasing but it sure we'll we'll, we'll go with that sure. um uh by that person and but and yet they still demand respect mm-hmm. I, I agree i also think there is a i think there are many different philosophies on respect as well and, uh, one of the things I think we're seeing now, uh, that that's, that's kind of happened and that you see a lot is, uh, there's a notion that respect is a given as well. So I think that's another way in which people expect respect where, uh, and you see this a lot when people say respect for human life or that person, you know, so-and-so is a person ergo they deserve respect. Um where essentially respect has become the baseline or default, right? Where we, we consider this is how you treat a person. This is how you should treat a person. Like the, there's a delineation the, with what I think you're saying is there's a delineation with, with what those people would think is there's a delineation between the minimum social acceptable for how you should treat somebody. And then above that you have, because of status, I deserve more than that. And so that gap is the respect essentially um or this new higher level is where respect starts and it goes beyond what's considered just normal right another another uh type of uh, expecting respect that i see and this is something we've talked about before um is like expecting respect for one's opinions or beliefs hmm what do you mean by that more clearly i guess or maybe expound on that a little bit basically people this normally maybe i might be jumping the gun a little bit normally when i when i see this it it has to do with um the conflation of ideas and the people who hold them Hmm. um and so then you're saying basically you you must respect my opinion because my opinion is joined to me and so therefore you're disrespecting me by not respecting my opinion that's fair so i think that we're still kind of in two categories though i think one of them i I think realistically they're all the same thing they just exist on a spectrum and when you put them into practice through the subjective lens you end up with kind of these gates or these levels Uh, one of them being that essentially If you hold the philosophy that everyone deserves respect, right, then what you're actually doing is... If, we're, if we look at the definition, what you're doing is you're admir- you're setting your, your admiration for values or what you consider to be valuable quality to minimum. Right. You're devaluing respect, essentially. Exactly. You're, you're essentially saying, I value human life or I value people. So because you're a person you have the quality of being human i respect you so you're res- the amount i respect you if you begin to quantify it is the same i respect everyone equally and at that point it's like well then what's the well point? or i respect everyone at least this much that's true there's there's the difference there's and i think that's another thing too is you can respect i, I think you can also respect both a person and an equality or a aspect yes of a person as well and you can also respect maybe an achievement or you know or maybe the effort that went into an achievement without necessarily respecting the person right Um, right for instance like there there is a certain politician i'm thinking of whose honesty i respect although i don't respect his political ideas sure another one might be uh if you look at maybe uh, i like could say there's a company that has achieved great technological marvels but the owner is a jerk you can respect that person's ability to deliver a an advancement but hold no respect for the way that they treated a person the, or the way they treated people right right um and i think that's also something uh that's can lead to this expecting respect i think some people may have the idea that if i do something great like for example say in in your society meritocracy is something that is held as one of these valuable qualities about the society itself like the spirit of competition being better than other people at a particular task um most people will hold respect if that's something valuable in your society a lot of people will hold respect for the people who are the best at those things so for example you'll get sports players that garner a lot of respect just because they're as good as they are at the sport without any regard to how they are like their beliefs or other qualities you know right and i think that what's interesting is you can see that sometimes it depending on how i think you kind of have a matrix you have this matrix of people on how they what they respect and in correlation what they value and then on on one axis and the other axis you have the people that are being respected or expecting the respect and how they view what they should be respected for right so you have for example on one end of the x-axis for example you have the person that says i just respect people for being people um so the person who also respects people for being people like if you look at the direct diagonal because realistically you have these people on both sides everywhere along the diagonal you have both people respecting the same thing and having the same idea of what garners respect and they will always be compatible right because you're it's like-mindedness you share the same values of what is to be respected so if i respect people for just being people and someone says i respect you You know, because you're a person, we are going to see eye to eye on that because we share the same values. And because we share the same values, we use that word the same way to mean the same thing. So there's no breakdown in communication there. Right. I think in the middle, you maybe have the people that it's, it's both. It's you should respect me, the person for the things I was able to achieve. So if you think that I did a good thing, that should respect should be owed to me, not the achievement, right? And there are people that likewise, and then you have the people that you only respect the achievement, you know. Right. I don't the, you know, I don't think you should respect me just because I've done great things. You should respect me for my more intrinsic qualities, like my kindness, not not whether I've done anything kind or not me and you talking in this moment i seem like a kind person or i've never done anything bad ergo i deserve respect or there's varying levels of respect maybe right um that's often how how i've sort of viewed it as well like like my my baseline respect for people essentially like i'll call it benefit of the doubt respect i assume that people are not just jerks when i first meet them um so we'll call that zero and it can go down from there or up from there. Right. Whereas As I learn about you. Yeah. Exactly. And I think maybe that's more what I'm getting at is where's where's the origin? If you agree on where the origin is, you can use that word pretty interchangeably with the other person and not have or have to define what you mean. But if you have different definitions or you have different standards for where zero is, you're going to have problems. Uh, you're either going to get n- Depending on where you fall, you're you're gonna either not gonna get enough respect that you feel like you deserve or you expect, or you're gonna get more respect than you expected, and both of those end up in some interesting qualities. So, um, I think I start out more towards the middle. Like I, I I'm sorry, towards zero. I I'm of the opinion that no one. I, I, for example, I think the the way you hear this summed up a lot. I believe that respect is earned, not given. You hear that a lot. Well, specifically the way that I phrase it, which is very relevant to today's topic, respect is earned, not demanded. That's true. Um, I, I would agree with that statement as well. Um, but for me, it's I would say that I would say I would say that if I don't know you, I don't respect you. Right. Right now i might compensate with my standard way of dealing with people to not to 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 say that right just because i don't respect you particularly does not mean that i'm going to disrespect you particularly exactly it's the it's it's zero it's neither respect or disrespect you you can go down to the point where i will disrespect you Or you can go up to where I respect you. But if I just meet somebody, it's middle of the road. I try my best not to do anything that shows respect or shows disrespect. It's just a neutral conversation. I know nothing about you, so I'm not going to treat you in any special way. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I would treat you very similarly. To... I'm not going to be. Yeah. But obviously I'm not going to be particularly disrespectful because then I'm just being mean and now you'll disrespect me and we're just going to the bottom from there. Right. Whereas I think the other it's a, main it's an antisocial behavior. <laughs> exactly. Um, whereas I think the alternative, the I think that's, I don't know that that's the most common But I think that the common alternative is everyone deserves, like you said, a default level of respect, which may not be zero. It's like, I'm going to give you, I'm going to assume that most people are decent. That's the word I hear a lot being used is most people are decent human beings, especially in a one-on-one face-to-face type of interaction. Ergo, I'm going to treat them as though they're a decent person until proven otherwise. Right. Somewhere above my baseline level of respect uh well uh, uh, this is this is sort of a different axis um trust mm-hmm. um you know like i I'm not going to meet a person oh I respect you, so you know therefore let's you know conspire about this. Uh, not conspire, but you know come up with a scheme about something uh in which I need to trust you with with some information about myself like that's not gonna happen, sure, so you should not feel disrespected by me if you ask me for some personal detail, and I say no, right, and I think that's where it starts to get even more complicated is because what you admire or what you consider valuable for respect. Like, for example, I think you would say that it's valuable to be able to trust someone and being able to trust someone would make you respect them more, but it doesn't go the other way. Like, because you respect someone, you don't inherently trust them more. Right. Right. Um, Well, like if I, if I respect somebody for their ability to be sneaky with information and spy on people, I definitely don't trust them. (laughs) Right. Uh, I think that's another thing is how much you like how you link values to respect. Um, Sometimes it's a one way relationship. Sometimes I think it's it goes both ways. I think some people, the more they respect someone, the more they feel like they can trust them. And normally a respectable quality. Right. is Well, a respectable quality is a quality that you would see in someone you would consider a friend. Right. And you have Like, someone who is not trustworthy is probably not going to be your friend for very long. Exactly. And different tastes and friends lead to even more... So, I guess that's the first main problem with expecting respect, is what do you mean? Like, what do you expect? Um, Yeah, just what do you expect from me? Exactly. And so, I think that's where you get your first problem, is a lot of people will say, well, I, you know, I demand respect because I am blank. And whether that's a inherent physical quality or it's an a art title or or a title or whatever, it, regardless of how, what that va- a trait is, whether it be inherent to that person, you know, whether it be a privilege or a characteristic and a, what's the word I'm looking for, a naturally occurring characteristic or a skill or something that's been cultivated, I guess. I'm trying to delineate between things that you naturally have and things that you can cultivate later in life. Right. Regardless of which sphere that thing's in, what you know, what do you mean when you say you deserve respect? Because the other thing too is, I think respect. I've always looked at respect as a kind of credit line. Personally, mm-hmm, yeah, I don't know that everyone does that, but to me, respect is a credit line, almost literally sometimes. um I, for example, would be willing to loan money, more willing to loan money to people that I respect because the qualities that i find respectable have to do with a lot of them have to do with a person's ability to take that investment take it as an investment as opposed to a loan and make something of it and then pay me back or if i or i would not feel bad about losing that amount of money because of i respect them and would think they deserve it in a weird way like that's what i mean by a social credit line right okay yeah i see what you're what you're saying yeah and uh so you could theoretically lose respect by me lending you money and never paying me back and me having expected it back but you you have in a sense just converted respect to cash you cashed out your respect credit line into physical money right right so but i wouldn't ever seek retribution either for that because i think it's on right. me you just learn for yourself oops i made a mistake i can't trust that person with money right. with my money and and the way i learned that is i essentially just paid to learn a lesson so right. to me i don't still see i don't see it necessarily as a loss it is a financial it is a loss yeah but it's i i still maybe have gained i've gained a vacancy for someone who's better maybe you know in the future or i i, I don't know Uh, there's a bunch of other ways i kind of uh (laughs) um reinforce that behavior that it's okay um (laughs) that maybe aren't the most healthy but that's the way i've always viewed it as well so when you say that and the reason i think that matters is when you look at someone saying i expect respect what do they really expect from that respect too is what i always see behind that question as well it's like well okay well what are you expecting me to do because a lot of the time it's respect doesn't mean anything until you show it a lot of people will say that as well like what you can't just say i respect this person and it hold a lot of weight necessarily like it can but to the person who's expecting the respect if i just say i respect you but then i don't act in that way i don't change my behavior from the norm just saying it doesn't seem to hold a lot of weight right yeah so that's the other thing too, is that comes along with expecting respect. So I don't know. That's, that's, that's the other thing is one, what do you mean? Like when you say you deserve respect, like, what does that mean? Both in quality, like what, what qualities are there to, for me to respect and do we agree? And then secondly, what, what actions am I to take? Because I respect you now, you know, like, what, what do you, how much is that worth? Because that's the other subjective end of this is what is the value of respect. Um. In in some cases, it can be quite easily converted to monetary, but in others, it's converted to. I think in some ways, authority. You know. Right. So. Anyway, so did you? Uh, do you have any other? Th- what What are your thoughts on that? Do you have any other thoughts on? kind of the issues with just expecting respect like just from the get-go that based on what we've defined the word respect so far to mean or based on our discussions on what does respect mean and how it's not static i think um i guess maybe I, i can just like summarize i guess um expecting respect essentially is depending on the level of respect that is being expected, arrogant, Mm um, it, it, it has to do with like, how, how self important do you feel? Right. And this will, this will determine the level of respect that you expect from others. Yeah. So let's maybe walk through an example maybe yes. that'll help illustrate some some of this so what are are there any examples that come off the top of your head of a time when this has happened oh yes so let's let's go with i some have particular those. people in mind in fact let's go um so uh firstly experts in their fields um are are very susceptible to this tendency to expect respect um I have someone I associate with on a regular basis who is an expert in the field of, uh, music and audio production. Um, he is a, uh, he's a, I don't know if I want to say a sound engineer, but he's like a, um, he's involved in the process of, uh, audio mastering, okay? Uh, digital audio mastering. Um, and also he's a, a composer himself. um, so from time to time, <clears throat> I will be engaged in a conversation with somebody or him involving that area. Usually this conversation would be about audio equipment, but it might also have to be about like musical terminology in like music theory or not music theory. I don't talk about that very much, but uh, like my opinions about certain genres of music, maybe. And his response to this is pretty much uniformly, if we disagree, is you don't know what you're talking about and you need to shut up and show some respect because I know what I'm talking about because I'm an expert. Almost verbatim, that is what he says. Hmm. Um, Essentially, you're wrong because I have more experience here. Yeah. Yeah i see what i see what he's saying i'm not agreeing right Right. i'm just saying i understand where he's coming from uh or at least the thought process that he got there so like the nerve of you to disagree with me i know what i'm talking about right Well, i think if you let's go back to what we've already kind of set up like his idea of what It is to be respected is you should respect him for the time and effort that he has put in to gain the experience that he has yes that those actions in his mind should earn him respect from others um because it was work i worked for this look at it respect it you know and then the flip what he expects to charge with that credit line of respect is if there's a dispute in which him and someone of a lower respect in his mind of expertise expertise well they're interchangeable though to him when it comes to this topic okay um he has the bigger capital respect capital right and so you should default to him this is a subjective thing maybe um and so since i am the expert we'll just assume that i'm right sort of i guess maybe Right, I don't want to necessarily put that word in his mouth, or th- those words, but... Sure, no, I'm not saying you should. But that's that sort of attitude, yeah. Right, uh, I agree. I mean, I've seen similar things as well. Um, one of my favorite examples of this has to do with scientific communicators. Mm. Okay, now that's a very special field. Yes, not scientists. Scientific communicators, which, hear me out, is does not necessarily exclude scientists. No, scientists definitely could be scientific communicators. But the job, or the role of being a scientific communicator it's slightly different from that of being a teacher your job is still to educate um but your job to educate is much more broad right and in a lot of ways you kind of serve as an ambassador for the scientific community um so two big examples jump to mind of this kind of person of, oh, th- mm, I'm going to say two examples okay. jump to mind and there's a third that some might also say as an example, but these two show- share a special relationship. So that's why I think it's interesting to compare them. You have Carl Sagan, um, was a scientific communicator. Yes. And Neil deGrasse Tyson, who very much so in his personal life has strove to follow directly in his footsteps. Um, so Much so that he holds the same, he's held same similar positions, yes. Um, being the curator of the Hayden Planetarium, mm-hmm. right? That's something that Carl did. Mm-hmm. He redid or updated a version of Carl Sagan's show Cosmos, or mm-hmm. is it the Cosmos or is it Cosmos? Cosmos, yeah. Redid it himself, yeah. You know, and not only that, but I mean, I've watched several interviews of him, uh, he from childhood looked up to Carl Sagan and tried to model his own life after him in as a form of a template. So it's very interesting to see these two people. Now, just to get a little personal, I respect one of these people and I don't respect the other one. Okay. Um, can you guess who it is? Can you guess which one? Send us an email at, <laughs> if you watch the post show, this is no surprise to you. I think I've mentioned this several times in the post show. Shout out um, to the post show. Shout out to the post show. You should check it out. Um, so I I respect Carl Sagan and what he did. I respect him as an individual. I think he holds a lot of respect. Well, he did. He's dead now. Um, but I respect the things that he did and him for having done those things. Both. Um, Not so much uh, Neil. <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't really respect that man. I, I can still hold respect for accomplishment. I'm sure it's no easy task to become the curator of the Hayden Planetarium. Right. So I hold respect for having accomplished that, but there are, and, and maybe that, and this is another thing we didn't really discuss is there's kind of a zero sum game almost when it comes to it, where you can respect people for having done certain things and then disrespect them for other things they've done. And then for me, when I look at that person as an individual, they kind of average to admit they come to an average and that's kind of how much I respect that person. Right. Um. So separating out his, you know, taking wholesale of the things i respect him and don't respect him for um it ends up coming in negative and i tend to disrespect him more than baseline so just as an example but however both of these men i would think expected respect to a degree i would assert that okay um reason being is they both kind of had to cash in on their respect to pursue professional goals neil maybe more than carl but their ability to do a show like cosmos you know they're having to lean their reputation which is key. To i respect. don't know that i would necessarily equate um expecting respect with taking advantage of respect I think that if you were the one initiating, like if, I, if I know that I have somebody's respect, then I might be able to use that to my advantage. But that's not expecting it; that's just knowledge thereof. Maybe not. And and okay. And maybe in a purely like literal sense, if I assume that somebody will respect me, then I am expecting them to respect me. But I guess that's not the same as like demanding. Demanding, yes. Yeah. So in the literal sense, I think they both expected respect. I would not so much say. In the say, same way that I, you know, expect somebody not to trip me when I'm walking down the sidewalk. Right. Um, not that you're demanding people don't do that. It's just right. that it's more I, most likely. I would be very surprised if somebody did it. Right. I'm not expecting it. Um, I also think on a large degree, because of maybe my nature, and I think a lot of people would see this too the act of expecting respect or demanding respect is not very respectable. <laughs> um, and apparently, right. well, yes. That, and that Yeah. Whenever, whenever the phrase comes out from me, uh, respect is earned, not demanded that, that is a declaration that you have lost my respect by demanding it. Right. And I think really, that's one of the biggest differences for me. looking at Carl and Neil. Carl was respected a lot for what he did. And for those of you who don't know, he was primarily responsible for bringing astrology, uh, astronomy—I'd be careful there, not astrology, but astronomy—to the forefront of the public consciousness is something that we should value, we should fund, and we should take interest in. And he did so by teaching people about it, because he hold, he held a very similar idea that someone like Steve Irwin held about the environment and animals. People will. This is all very abstract if you just tell them. It's very abstract if you just tell them. But if you get them interested, if you break it down to them and show it to them in a way that they can understand, it will garner interest. And that interest will keep these programs. Because in the end, it all comes down to money. Most, especially with both of them, most scientific endeavors are hard to fund because most people don't care. You know. uh, And And the reason they don't care is because they don't really understand them. Exactly. So if you can help them understand... And teach them about these things. They'll care, and if they care, they'll fund or they'll vote to put people in office that will fund them or or they'll whatever. Su- or they'll support themselves. Or they'll themselves. tell other people who might. Right. Or they might become interested and enter the field themselves and support the field through their efforts. Right. Directly. Yep. Directly. Um, and he was respected for his ability. He, two things. He was respected for his ability to do that. Get interest in the field of astronomy. But he was also respected for his knowledge in the field because he was a he had a doctorate. So he was a smart man. You know, he, he was educated in that field and an expert himself. There's respect there. But he was also respected for his ability to communicate. Those are three different things. They're all really linked together. But just because you can understand something doesn't mean that you can teach that thing. Um, then we come down to Neil as the the opposite. Um, I respect his achievements. I respect the fact that he is indeed educated about these things he knows what he's talking about when he talks about astronomy like when i watch him in the cosmos he doesn't say things that are wrong you know right he's accurate where i come to disrespect him has more to do with the way by which both he expects respect and how he communicates those things Uh, for example he promotes the idea of promoting being smart because that's kind of how it boils down to, because he's wandered way outside the bounds and realms of just astronomy. Um, But valuing being a smart person over being a dumb person, but by doing so kind of crutches dumb people and makes them feel like they're smart. Um, His interview with Katy Perry is all I need to say um i haven't seen that i guess i'm missing something glorious anyway that's the that's the whole thing where the is math related to science that's where that thing came from Mm. and so and and don't be wrong there's 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 a fine line between being polite and being patronizing that's that's really what gets it for me carl really never patronized people and turned them off to the idea and he also didn't go along with things that were also popular at the time just to bring more attention to astronomy right he stayed within his field um so anyway we're getting a little specific here but just an example of how they both did certain things the same and i still respect them both for those attributes and those accomplishments but the difference in how they acted in other areas led to me disrespecting one over the other and it's really interesting because i think that and specifically the subject of experts, I think why we view experts as people who demand respect is so such a turnoff, right? It's it's very, very negative is because they should have that respect in some regards, but be, but they lean on the respect you, they may have garnered for one thing and try to apply it in a different place. I think that's one of the reasons demanding respect comes about. Like w- one of the places demanding respect tends to come up uh, is when it's used out of context um it would be like if your producer friend said i am an expert in sound production and stuff like that so i'm clearly smarter than you ergo new area of expertise this is right and you're wrong to step outside of their bounds of what you might respect them for the that act is i think maybe one that you often see when people demand respect and uh yeah i don't know but uh, that—that—that's my specific example of mm. someone who I believe demands respect, and because he could have just earned it, it's worse. Like if someone's just standing on the street corner demanding respect because insert quality, I, I Look can how nice I am, yeah, yeah. I can roll my eyes at that right. and walk away. But when it's someone who got so close, <laughs> it's like you got so close, you did the work, and you messed it up. Yeah. <laughs> like now it's even worse you know um it's also a, it comes down to kind of your capability like if you like neil has the ability to be an effective scientific communicator but the fact that he uses other techniques besides just explaining the material to try to you know get more I, that's just worse to me it's like it's like you're t- it's like you're just taking the easy way like instead of just not even attempting it and demanding respect that's just kind to obvious but for like you want respect for taking shortcuts it's like you know it's even worse and that leads me to the next person that's often viewed as a scientific communicator or an expert bill nye yeah i figured bill nye was gonna that, get that that was number three he's he's even worse than neil in my opinion because he, he is yeah um but that's another example of someone who gets touted he's the science guy right okay that's a little bit you know it's kind of hubris there you know got some hubris to say you're the science i think to put you're the anything you know like the philosophers it's a little (laughs) hubris i don't know about that because okay like noun the adjective (laughs) is not necessarily claiming that noun is the only adjective maybe not maybe it's a quirk of how i understand the english like how many greats are there in history blank the great they're not the only great they're not the greatest sure but okay let me put you this way do you want to go down to okay um there are two pizza places right next to each other one's just called so-and-so's pizza that one says the pizza place and if someone says it like that so you want to go eat pizza yeah but i want to go to the pizza place like they're clearly kind of setting one well see you could read it that way maybe you could read it as extremely casual like hey let's go to the pizza place true i think and it's just a silly name true maybe i'm okay one last example um two engineers working on a project and someone said and i'm like okay which one should i talk to and goes oh well you need to talk to tom because he's the engineer if you emphasize it like that then yes that's what i'm trying to get at you know it's, it's i don't know Maybe I'm reading into that one because of my biases are already set negative. The, the way that I okay, when I both when I first encountered it and now to today, if you know, detaching it from maybe his own uh, self-important uh, tendencies, um, when I hear Bill Nye the Science Guy, the way I hear that is not Bill Nye the Authority about science, it's Bill Nye that guy who is interested in and knows about science fair enough i'll I'll let the, i'm not gonna die on this hill i'll let that one go <laughs> i could see like, going I, like for sure. okay and i'm sure that you many of our listeners and you as well probably have had the experience of being the like the person who knows about computers and technology amongst either your circle of friends or your family especially um like I I have been referred to as the computer guy from time to time. They're not saying that I am, like, the authority about it. I'm just that person they know who's good at it. Right. I don't know. Perhaps. I, I think the that it kind of goes back to a little deeper. <laughs> I had four siblings, and my parents used to like to joke that, oh, this is me. You know, they'd point to me like, oh, well, he's... He's the smart one, mm. implying that the other ones are not, they're not smart or I am the smartest, right? Right. That's my defining quality. Well, well right. So, yeah. Now, when you say the smart one and you're pointing at a group, then yes, then it does mean that it's not that smart person. I know it's like, here are X number of people. There's the smart one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe this- therefore the others in this group are not smart right or they're not smart enough for it to be a defining characteristic right. right i don't know childhood memories aside on that one um so yeah so um i think we would be remiss if we didn't maybe i don't want to cut off this topic but i think there's one other area we might need to dig into that could eat easily into the remainder of our time okay maybe i'll i'll hear it and then tell you if i want to stop first okay uh people that um demand respect for uh innate qualities okay so they're expecting uh, i'm just gonna say it i deserve respect because i am yes okay so before we go there because yes we can rant about that for a long time sure something that is in between the expert and the i expect respect because i exist <laughs> is parents uh, yeah (laughs) let's talk because they did do something let's talk about it's not particularly impressive right um but they like to say it is i think there's more than just parents but let's go to parents first yes there are more than just than just parents um so the the example that that comes to mind is um let's let's see so this is uh something that happened within my family during a during a visit because when families get together (laughs) <laughs> nobody likes each other um gotta love thanksgivings man oh goodness at least it wasn't that um so anyway uh my my uh aunt had said something oh it oh actually this wasn't about parenting but anyway okay well we we might get into that in a bit but okay so we'll talk about parenting then when people criticize the way other people parent their children mm. you have no right yeah, that's where that bullet point came yes. from. I was well, looking at that. Well, like, but then then I realized what that conversation was actually about. And it was about something else. It was actually about the way that somebody was treating their spouse. So that's sort of a it, parallel. It, yeah, it definitely is. There, I know plenty of people. Okay, my, um, I'm a sidebar into that because that's an interesting one. So my wife sat me down on the living room one time. And she was like, watch this YouTube clip and tell me what you think. Hmm. And it was this dude. I'm not going to name him because I don't remember. Um, And he was talking about. His whole premise of his channel is how to be a man, right? Like, that's him, you know. Big beef beef nugget dude that, like, works out a lot. Real masculine. And he talks about being a man, you know. Kind of capitalizing on that Jordan Peterson market, but not approaching it from, like, the wise old sage. He's approaching it from the war chief kind of perspective. Yeah, he's that guy, okay? So, um, one of the questions... He takes questions and he answers them on YouTube for everyone to hear. One of them uh, was... The question was essentially, my wife disrespected me. How do I get her to respect me? Back, to, to, no, That's not even how he said it. How do I get her to show respect? So mm. it, that's different. How do I earn respect is one thing, but how do I get someone to show that respect? Yeah. That's implying that you already deserve it. They're just not showing it and you want to prod them into doing what you want, right? Yeah. I'm, a, I'm not going to go into the whole way he answered it. I'm just going to leave it off with, He's old school, uh, old, not the the healthiest way of doing this. Right. Um, (laughs) yeah, he went down this essentially path of, it went down towards the, you are a therefore you are a therefore very conservative Christian values. You are the man of the house. Ergo you demand respect is essentially the advice that that was the thing. Well, not only that, but essentially be a man disrespect (laughs) her. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, withhold right. from her the qualities that you believe that you should be respected for so that she will respect them when you re-implement them all right now i'm leaving at that so she sure. she she wanted me to watch that and see what i thought and <laughs> that was a good old time um so that's that's one of those things where it's like i'm a husband there go therefore right. i am the man of the house and i gotta show you how it is you know and uh he, he essentially goes in and leans into the yeah you deserve that respect dude and uh ergo what do you do when you demand respect and you don't get it right yeah so the the particular case that i'm thinking of is so um someone told someone else that uh his relationship with his wife was unhealthy um she didn't use that word um but she she said you know uh you you are each constantly at each other's throats about something or other uh she she nags you because you don't do whatever, and you antagonize her when she expresses very clear disinterest in your harassment um you know make- making unappreciated jokes, not necessarily like distasteful jokes, but she just doesn't appreciate his humor that way, okay, like okay, sort of the way that like guys will poke fun at one another. he does that to his wife and she doesn't appreciate it, okay and it's obvious she doesn't appreciate it but and he continues to do it anyway but that may it's getting to the point where it's probably no coincidence that he still makes those jokes <laughs> you know what i mean Like right. no one's no one thinks he might be in the dark about that fact you know right so the first place that he went is he denied doing it of course everyone knew that he did it and he knew that he did it and the comment that he made after uh after my aunt left and i remained if it was just me and him it was she had no right to say that about me. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So expecting respect. Th- I, think, I think that incident is what got me to add that topic to the list. <laughs> um, it's like you you are not entitled to criticize me in my personal life. Yeah even even to my own detriment even as i destroy my own marriage you leave it alone <laughs> right you're disrespecting me by pointing out the obvious <laughs> <laughs> why couldn't you just let it be huh right <laughs> right that's also that also goes to the yeah the uh the the stigma against rocking the boat yeah um which which kind of gets under my skin a little bit no i totally agree i mean my family I told you some of the stories about my you family. Have. We covered this, I think, when we did, this is a long time ago, when we did our four-part section on Christianity, I think. Yeah, that was a long while ago. Yeah. Um. So uh, the, the way I can put this in the terms of what we've given, been given so far is that a value, one of the highest values in my the culture, the microculture that is my family, is peace at all costs. <laughs> so that means we all know, I'm subbing names here uncle john has a drinking problem Mm -hmm. shut up about uncle john's drinking problem because no one wants to hear about that it's thanksgiving we all want to be happy shut up and if and with my parents specifically if you're in our house because you are here and because we have this home you respect us by following our rules and our rules are shut up don't talk about uncomfortable subjects because no one wants that during thanksgiving we're here to be happy and be a family and be all smiles and get good pictures and eat good food and then go home and gripe about it later right Mm -hmm. that's that's kind of the thing it's very very similar i think in that way of it's different though it's it's because my parents and that's why they it's weird whoever hosts an event it changes with my family it's super strange when we go to my parents house you don't question their religion in their house that's disrespectful just just to challenge it or just to pose a question that may yield an answer they don't like you're being disrespectful because it's their house. If I were to literally step five feet off the property with my dad, it'd be fine <laughs> because he could walk away. Like, that's their mindset is I can't walk away in my own home. Right. I can't leave here and leave you in my house. Like that's not how this works. Right. And I'm, I don't want to be put in a position where I have to kick you I, I out. I either have to say something that, or I have to go into a subject that makes me very uncomfortable or I have to kick out my own child. Right. Both are <laughs> terrible. So I'm going to put it on you to not put me in that situation because I don't want to be in either of those places. And that's kind of how it is. If we're in a neutral ground or they can leave, then sure. Then they will leave <laughs> if I bring up certain topics. It'll all of a sudden be late enough that they need to get home before it gets dark at 10 p.m. Uh, you know, <laughs> so uh, that kind of stuff happens. So, yeah, that's an interesting one where it's like uh, because I deserve this respect you don't have the right to question like my you know you don't have the right to do certain things because of respect that's what it's that's what it pays for um so yeah motherhood's definitely one of those things too i I think this there's a broad category here of um i'm doing or i'm doing what i'm supposed to ergo respect me i'm gonna lump teachers into this as well for example you know teachers have the hardest job any any job where people say you have the hardest job it's not probably <laughs> i'm just gonna go ahead and we'll get into more on that in the post show i think um but for example teachers who chose that job think that they deserve respect because it's a hard job in their opinion right or it's a necessary job yes um which I... arguably it is but sure Um, And with motherhood and parenthood, we'll just say parenthood, because I think motherhoods get this more, but nowadays it's more even being a parent, right? These are both of those things, having a job and then being a teacher or a vital service as a part of that. And then being a parent are things that you're just kind of expected to do, right? Like you're expected to get a job and most people are expected to become parents at some point because that's how the species continues societies collapse if you don't do that exactly things yeah so people need to do work so everyone survives and have offspring so that everyone survives yeah exactly and you can put any other thing that you're just supposed to do under this air quotes supposed to do now there's the other caveat that some people think that you should do things that you don't necessarily have to do but another one is like pay your bills on time be on time like That's just the common things in the culture that are just expected of you. And so you do those things and then you're like, I think I deserve respect because I met the minimum requirements. Right. Um, That's the middle ground in me and that to me, and that's all those things I think are under that umbrella. And then let's get into the, since we're coming up on time, let's get into the lowest of the low. I deserve respect because I breathe (laughs) or I have chromosomes that align a certain way. Or my DNA is the way it is. Right. Um, What's weird about this one is I can think of one example in this category that I have caught myself respecting. Savants. Mm. Now, this is interesting because for those, maybe savant's the wrong word here. I think I'm using the right word. It's a person who, like a musical savant, for example, or probably more specific, like a piano savant, or a person that can sit down in front of a piano from the time they're like five and just because of some quirk in their brain can hear a tune and then just play it back perfectly because they just can. It's it's the same equivalent effort of me writing words that I'm reading on a page at the same time. It's not hard to me to do that, but it's hard for me to do what they would do. Right. It's something that comes very easily to them but that doesn't come very easily to most people. But I've caught myself watching a person do that, knowing that it's just an inherent talent and respecting them for it. And I think that's... And now It's that I, weird. It's weird. <laughs> it's super weird. I don't know that I have respected uh, savants like that. I've been impressed by them. Um, It's still impressive that they do that, even though it is not all that difficult for them. But I mean, like the same as, uh, you know people who are naturally more athletic than most other people sure it's still impressive to do to do something like that to be the longest jumper or whatever (laughs) (laughs) you jump long respect respect (laughs) (laughs) but i think for me it has to come down to the the way i think respect it goes right along with principles i think um each person kind of has their own little bag of principles that they carry around and based on those principles maybe that's kind of how you derive your respect or but i think we have a similar thing where it's like i carry around my bag of criteria of what i respect and you may not fully understand it all because i think a lot of where respect can come from as well is that being impressed is you tend to respect people that are you find impressive just because i think maybe there's a part of you it's a healthy way of thinking to yourself i wish i could do that you know right the fact that they can do something that i cannot I respect just inherently because i can't do that you know and you can achieve the same thing that they could like i don't like even watching the savant i don't necessarily respect them because they can do it effortlessly i think i respect them because of what they're doing like that you can train to do that there are people who have trained their whole lives to be able to do the exact same thing that this five-year-old can do um and i respect them as well for i respect them equally for their ability to do that thing but i do think that there is an added level of respect for the person who's worked that hard to do that like i respect the work that went into it and i respect the ability to do the thing whereas with the savant i just respect the ability to do the thing Mm. but it's interesting because that's just a thing but when i look at something else like i think you know i don't want to poke fun or highlight any specific group necessarily but you know, one of the things that kind of comes along with, uh, like, I'm just going to go and go here. I, I've This is kind of tied to mothers, but it can go before mothers as well. Um, I've heard people demanding respect because they're capable of having children, for example. Mm. Just because they're born with the parts that do that thing and cool. they're not barren, they deserve respect. Cool. And they deserve respect because of the value they offer to society by existing and being able to do the thing all right so um but that's kind of the same thing though (laughs) as the savant i just sort of well well right like i said like i don't i don't necessarily respect a savant i'm just impressed by them um and that that's not the same thing to me um and although I am not impressed by having functioning baby making parts because just a little bit under half the entire world population can do that. <laughs> so if just under half of the entire world population was a musical savant, it wouldn't be so special. Maybe. Um, so, so that's how I feel about, about that in particular. Um, but, but also, yes, like I, I have a functioning uh, reproductive anatomy so do i but right it takes two by the way yeah i don't know i just think that's interesting and it, what i've never actually been able to ascertain directly was what that person wanted from that respect right because honestly from the few people in my life that i've ran into that believed they or expected respect for having baby making parts well the carrying baby parts I yes. should say because that's it's not the fact that they can have it because they can't do that on their own but the fact that they could carry it on their own once conceived that's the thing they really lean on and they really lean on it when they're pregnant these women did um honestly if i just shut up yeah that that's exactly what i expected you to say is yeah expecting respect for that is basically saying shut up i don't want to hear it whatever it is that you're saying that i don't appreciate right or but not just but I'm going to try to color that so that I'm not just telling you to shut up because that's rude. I'm just going to he- heavily imply that you ought to shut up because I deserve respect. Right. And it's disrespectful not to shut up right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. And to be honest, in one of the situations, the person that I knew and I was friends with at the time... well i had been friends with her before and then ran into her again she was very pregnant by this time and so i understand that there are things that happen to women when they get that pregnant like as well like there are psychological things that occur yes and so at that point i was confronted with the do i just be nice and acquiesce just so i can leave <laughs> without further altercation or i can i was waiting in line for coffee so I, like can i just wait in peace for the next five minutes get my coffee and leave or do i keep digging this hole you know <laughs> And at that point in time, I just kind of like, okay, yeah, sure. But that was it, you know. I think if they... At some point, yeah, when you're digging yourself into a hole, stop digging. Right. Yeah. But I think if that person would have been like, hey, you come over here and rub my feet because I deserve it, because respect, because carrying baby. That's when I would... (gasps) No, no. Yeah, that's that's the other thing. So I think people can get away with the deserving respect if you just become inconvenient enough. (laughs) (laughs) And don't ask for too much whereas if the savant was like hey will you help me carry my piano i'd probably say yes (laughs) just because i wanted to see them play it more you know yes i will i will help you move your piano if you'll play it for me yes or if i know that you're taking it somewhere that you're about to play it, or you just played it and i appreciated it right interesting any any more things to say about expecting respect (laughs) not without beating a dead horse i don't think okay um I feel like we'll we'll cover a little bit more of it in the post show actually in 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 specific instances that might get a little more involved than we wanted to remain timeless on this show. Yes. So, if you want more of that shameless plug for the post show. Yes. Yes. All right. That all being said, philosophers. Philosophers.